Have you ever considered having another child? One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in my marriage. That was to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans and eventually we made a decision to have more children and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available in print and on Kindle on Amazon. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You've come to the right place. My name is Felice Skirwitz and I'm your host. On the One More Child podcast, we'll talk about our daily struggles, faith, family, children, relationships, and whatever the Lord brings our way. One thing you can be sure of, I will share helpful solutions and encourage you along your journey in life. And best of all, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the truth will set you free. This is your personal invitation to join me weekly on the One More Child podcast. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining me on One More Child podcast. This is Felice Gerwitz, and today I'm going to talk about how God provides in the midst of our grief. God does provide, and sometimes we don't see it, but in this episode, I'm going to share with you um, what happened to me and also some ways that will help you to cope if you're in a time when you really need God's provision. You can find the show notes for today's episode. Visit One More Child podcast and look for episode eight. Well, I'm going to give you some real life examples, but also ways that you can see the hand of God in your life when you don't think He's there. I want to thank our sponsor, Media Angels. Visit MediaAngels.com for all of the books and also check out my latest book, and that is One More Child. Well, when I learned my son would have struggles for the rest of his life, my heart broke. And yet I had a husband and a young daughter who needed me, plus my son. When I began the process of contacting doctors and learning what the next steps were in my son's remediation and therapy, it began at a hospital. And when he received occupational therapy and speech therapy, my days were different. Instead of going to the park and playing with the little ones at home, I found myself at the hospital sitting there day in and day out. And I was there at least three days a week, most weeks. I sat and I waited and I had my little daughter with me. And while I was there, all I could do was look around and think, I cannot believe I'm in a hospital. I can't believe I'm in this situation. And that is where God provided. I met a friend, a kindred spirit, who was there for remediation for her daughter. And somehow we connected and we became friends. God sent me friends. He sent me someone who would understand my situation. You know, when people are going through a really hard time, we often say, oh my gosh, you know, um, I'm so sorry, but we don't know what to say. 
sometimes we just really don't have the words. And yet my friend could say, I understand. And she did. And so we continued on often sitting at the hospital together. We would go out to lunch afterwards with our children and her daughter um, was close in age to my little girl. And they also became friends. We had different ideas about how we would proceed after the initial steps of remediation. My friend decided to find her daughter a full-time school that would help her. And yet I decided to go in a completely opposite way, and that was homeschooling. And for me, homeschooling was not an option to begin with. After all, I had spent many years in the education system, and my major was elementary ed with a focus in specific learning disabilities and early childhood um, as well. And when you think about that, and this is many years later, you look at it and you say, oh my gosh, God provided. God provided for you through your education. God provided the perfect teacher for your son. And yet I couldn't see that, friends. I was so blinded. I was stuck in a loop. I was stuck in anxiety, worry, thinking about the future. What is going to happen in five years, in 10 years, in 55 years? Would my son be able to do all the things that would require him uh, to do if he was going to live on his own and be independent? And I think what drives us when we are going through a really hard time is the fear of the unknown. We just don't know what's going to happen, and that leaves us vulnerable, and it also leaves us in a a place that is very easy uh, to get into depression and to fall into depression. But I mean, God provided with my education and my degree, and it took me about two years, maybe maybe not that long, I guess about a year. Um, But I put Neil in preschool, and then um, we tried a elementary school, and I was there all the time working with him because that elementary school, um, and I had looked and looked and looked, but this was a private one, and the teacher had al- allowed me to go and help her to educate him. And it was one of those, what's wrong with this picture? If I'm going to be spending all this time working with my son and paying a private school to school him, yet I'm there providing um, help and information, it doesn't make sense, does it? And in the meantime, my daughter was going to a preschool so that I would have time to work with my son. Well, obviously, God provided when I decided to homeschool and I spoke with my husband and he said, sure, you've got six months to try it. And if it doesn't work, then we'll find something else for Neil. And so we ended up not only homeschooling for six months that he gave me to try it, but for many, many years, over 25, 26 years, I homeschooled. And not only those two children, but the three more I had. And so I wanted to really talk to you a little bit about my story, but more about your life and what is God providing for you? And what is it that he's providing for you that you can't see? My goodness, he provided friends that had similar situations, not exactly, but similar. He provided a degree 
an education so I could work with my son and I could work with him successfully. And he provided the support I needed with family. What are you not seeing? What is out there that God is providing for you time and time again, and you are not seeing? And during this time, my mother gave me a little book called Humane Vitae, and it's an encyclical written by a pope. Pope Paul uh, the VI the wrote this one. And it was written in 1968, and when I read it in the late 90s, it was considered, at, even at that time, a prophetic book because it talked about the effect of birth control on people and how it would lead to other things, such as promiscuity among uh, not only single people, but families. It would be a break a breakup of, of families. It would um, lead to euthanasia because if you can um, play around with fertility, then you can play around with death, right? And so much more. And now we know, just listening to the news, um, we're hearing more and more states that are taking radical means of saying, oh, yes, even after our child is born, um, if the parent um, you know, decides and it, this child has some problems, um, the parent can decide with the help of a doctor whether or not to allow this child to live. This is where we've come. This book was written in 1968, and we are in 2019 as I share this with you. So many years have gone by. I mean, 50 years was last year, and so many years have gone by now, and we are seeing these effects. God provides for us. Sometimes people say, well, I can't have a child because I can't afford it. But there are so many people willing to help you and to help bring this baby into the world and to take the baby um, in form of adoption. So many people want to adopt. Several of my friends, my own brother, had to go out of the country because um, they they really didn't qualify for an adoption here in the States. And so... You know, there are so many people that want children. There are so many people out there that will help. And God provides again and again. But we're in the middle of grief. We can't see it. Now I can see clearly. You know, and as I shared my story with you, I bet you said, oh my gosh, you know, why didn't people point that out to you? Well, they did. But I just couldn't see it because sometimes we're so blinded. Look around you. And when you are in the face of, of a situation that, you know, is is very difficult, I want to make the following recommendations. The first is not to make any major decisions. The second is to pray when you feel at your lowest. Even a brief, dear God, help me, is sufficient because God knows what you're going through. The third is, and I wish I had done this, do not worry about things you cannot control because God has this. I mean, my son is now an adult, and I know that all of those years of worry were for nothing because he is very responsible. He has his own car. He can drive. He can live on his own. He can, you know, do all of the things he needs to do. Um, he, he, you know, has a good job. He has lots of money in savings, you know. Um, he's very generous with his gift giving as well, and that's a gift of his, that he um, buys the best gifts for people. He listens and he knows what you like. One year, he bought me a book that dealt with the best um, 
the best food in the world. And it was a guy who traveled the world looking for the best food. And it, he decided, um, you know, that the best food was found in the Mediterranean, which is where my heritage is from, you know, which is Italy. And Neil knew that I would love that book, especially with the outcome of, of what the book was about. And he he takes the time. And, and these were things I worried about. Would he think? Would he be able to provide for himself? But all of that worry, all of that time could have been spent with something else. Um, also, look at the small things each and every day and choose to see good. Even when I'm going through things now, I tried really hard not to worry about things I can't control and also to see good in the day, every day. And then also the last thing is surround yourself with positive people. If not in real life, please join us. We have a Facebook page specifically for One More Child and I'll put the link in the show notes and you can find that at the onemorechildpodcast.com. Join us there. There's a lot of love and support there for you. Also, realize that your prayers are not always going to be answered in the way you want them or wish that they would be. And I've struggled with this as well for many years. And that brings anger and unrest and depression and lots of other things. And I believe it's the enemy's way of getting our eyes off of one and what's important. Just think, if I had spent all this time um, that I worried, not worrying and focusing, I could have done so much more than what I did do. And I believe anything I did do and accomplish was through the grace of God. I could not have done it on my own. I have had many prayers answered, and I have had many prayers answered, but not the way I had hoped or expected or even wanted. I have a couple of other podcasts, Prayers God Answers, and Prayers That Go Unanswered on my other podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Uh, podcast. You may want to check them out. Again, the links are in the show notes. Friends, I am here for you. There is a group of people um, that are here to support you. Many of them that are on the Facebook group are my friends. They're listeners uh, to my podcast over the years. I've been podcasting now for over 10 years. This one's a new one, um, but I have been doing this quite a while. And you know, God has led me into this ministry, into this ministry of, I believe, hope, hope for the families. We need to rebuild our families from the ground up. If you are, you know, a Christian family and you are struggling, you can go on your knees and pray to the Lord. For those of you who don't know the Lord, reach out and we'll pray with you. And I know a lot of you have been um, you know, that those that that don't believe may have been hurt somewhere along the line. But that's not from the Lord. That's not from our God. It might be from a person um, here that's represented. You know, I know so many people who have changed churches or, um, you know, are trying to find the perfect fit for them and their family. And there is a perfect fit. And his name is Jesus Christ. And I I ask you to go go to him in prayer, and he will. That's one of the prayers he will answer. He will reveal himself to you. Friends, I am going to pray for you. I just want you to know that I am here for you. Take care. God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You are on your way to a life that is focused on joy and hope. 
Thanks so much for stopping by. Connect with me on social media. Visit the website at onemorechild.com and visit the podcast page for your show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. If you have any questions, be sure to write me at felice at mediaangels.com.